Welcome everybody to the first ever BT podcast featuring Steven as the host. And I cannot begin to tell you how excited I am for this opportunity to be a host. And I am so thankful for it and I can't wait to just interact with you guys and really build this beautiful trans community because that is what I want to do. I want to be active and I want to participate in activism and just the idea of helping others who have been in my situation or been in similar similar situations and just offer support to people who need it. But aside from that, I have two special announcements. And basically, the first special announcement is that Beyond Trans may actually get a spot on a radio program. We might actually get a slot on a radio program because it's an LGBT radio program. And basically, we were given this open invitation to fill their trans-related slot because they wanted to add a trans slot to their program. And I am super excited about it. And as of right now, we're discussing details and kind of going over everything. So it's not set in stone yet, so I'm not going to give any rock-solid updates on this podcast. But you can be sure I will be giving information on it in the future. But other than that... I'm also starting a youth group in my area and basically designing a mascot and stuff for it because there is a foundation that has been helping me get my stuff together since I am technically displaced youth. And I'm going to be helping LGBT youth and other youths in this program and working towards improving LGBT lives, because that is kind of partially what I want to devote some of my life to, because I'm already really inspired by volunteering, and I really want to be a voice in the trans community, because I think activism is an important thing, and it's definitely important for the trans community right now, because of everything that's happening to us. But anyway, without further ado, I should really just start out this trans podcast. And what I want to discuss today is probably a topic that like Andre and I have already explored or even just Andre has explored, but I want to talk about socialization because being social is extremely difficult. And it's actually funny I'm friends with a lot of trans girls, and one thing that they all say is common among trans girls specifically, as they say, all trans girls are anxious all the time. Or all trans girls have anxiety, and the reason we can't find each other is because we don't talk to each other. And I thought that was hilarious, but then I also thought, that is true. A lot of people in the trans community tend to kind of keep to themselves and be secretive about it or not have the confidence to reach out to other trans people. And that goes for me too, because as you know from a previous podcast where I kind of laid out my my little life story-ish, 
I, I really try to stealth it. I try to be like any other regular guy. I try to just hide myself and I don't talk to people or I don't feel like I belong in the community or I'm not active in the community. But really, I think when, tr when we do that, we shoot ourselves in the foot metaphorically because there's only strength if there's a community to support each other. And it's extremely important to have that socialization, but it can be super difficult to talk with people, even if you have this common identifier, like, on yourself. And one thing I've found is that a lot of the time, it just takes one, like, extra loving and supportive person to really bring you out of that shell and get you to talk to people. Like, um, basically, I'm in a new relationship at the moment, and my partner is a trans girl, and she is just now transitioning, and I'm not going to talk about her on the podcast or anything, but one thing that made it extremely difficult for her to make friends and for her to kind of get relationships was finding people that would respect her gender, though she wasn't completely feminine yet, or one thing that she had a problem with was she didn't want to talk to with people because she was too nervous about not being feminine enough and like them having a different perception of her when she talked to them and i found that extremely interesting because i also have this same kind of idea this idea that if i don't pass enough I'm just not going to talk to people because I don't want to be misgendered in the same sentence as I'm trying to befriend them and things like that. Or I'm just scared because I'm in this shell and I'm very afraid to be myself or to act myself. But as my friend Andre has told me many times, many times over and over, you're outrageous by being you. And... I think it's just extremely important that we all really get together and realize that we need socialization to some extent, and we gotta get it somehow. And one thing that I think the trans community should be more open about is talking to each other. We need to just go up to each other and start making friends randomly. We have to have that contact and that support group. Me and Andre discussed in one of the earlier episodes, get a tribe. We need to establish a friend group. We need to establish people that will back us up and be there for us. And we need to kind of get rid of the stigma of, like, not wanting to talk to each other because we have nervousness and we're scared that we won't like each other because a big part of being trans is being able to socialize with other trans people so that you can make those connections and get stuff done. I wouldn't be where I am now in my transition getting the hormones I need and stuff unless I had established a connection with another trans person. And it's extremely difficult to do that, especially if you have any kind of mental issues with anxiety and stuff like I do. It's extremely difficult. And a lot of the time, it almost seems impossible to just go out and talk to somebody because people are difficult and you're really scared of people not liking you or people not respecting you or maybe even people being transphobic or homophobic towards you.
and that's also a huge issue. But basically, I will get it back onto the topic of Taylor, or I mean, oops, I said her name, probably shouldn't have, but I did. My partner's name is Taylor. But basically, um, Taylor had this really bad anxiety when we met, and I kind of just talked her through it and supported her the whole way through, and it took knowing someone and having them on your side to really bring her out to actually go to a social event so that we could hang out with Andre, my other trans friend. And she really had a good positive experience interacting with the community once she was kind of initially turned on to it by someone else. So it's extremely important for trans people to reach out to other trans people and kind of talk with them, be their friend, comfort them, kind of establish a contact so that they don't feel as alone or afraid. And that's another big thing in life because if you're a trans person and you're out and about, usually you'd want to go out with friends because a big thing that I've established with me and my friends and that I've now established with my partner is bathroom buddies and bathroom protecting. I haven't exactly had to go through it yet with Taylor, but basically having friends is so important in the trans community, or just having allies. Because when you're out and about, if you go to a public restroom, you either want to have a bathroom buddy, someone to go in with you, preferably of the same gender, of course, so if you were a trans man, you'd want a trans man to go, or you'd want another man, whether he be trans or not, to come to the bathroom with you. And this is because you're less likely to be harmed, and you're more likely to have someone to back you up or help you out if you get targeted in this kind of close quarter situation by someone who might, I don't know, be upset with you or might think you're not passing. It's just... Something like that could happen, and it's always good to have someone with you. But also, someone who is a bathroom guard, someone who might be the opposite gender of you. So if you're a trans man, they might be a female friend, or it might be someone who's not comfortable going into the bathroom with you. Anyone. They basically stand outside and wait for you, and if they hear or see anything fishy, they'll help you out. And having this kind of support is so important. And that's why making these connections with friends is so important. But it's also a good idea to make these kind of connections with family if possible. Though I know a lot of families are not supportive of trans people, trans kids and relatives and all that. So that's a lot more difficult and I'll probably discuss that on a podcast in a later episode. But... Something that is just vital to the trans community are these friend groups and these bonds because oftentimes we have to save each other from bad situations. And I'll actually tell a small story of a bad situation. Basically, this was around Halloween of 2018. You know, last year was so long ago. <laughs> but, um, I was out in this downtown college area with a trans group of friends, because we were going to an LGBT, we had gone, we, we were already out of it, but we had just left from an LGBT 
Halloween party, and it was just a group of me and a bunch of trans friends. And the thing is, I've said before, most of my friends are trans girls. They are um, trans women, and basically it was us in Halloween costumes because it was a Halloween party in October before Halloween, and we decided we were very hungry, and we went out to grab some food at a Checkers, but also, well, really, I wanted Checkers food because everyone else got pizza, got a pizza at, a, at the Domino's nearby, but we also wanted somewhere to sit outside to enjoy our meal of pizza and Checkers. So, you know, we stopped at the Checkers, and we were all eating and stuff, and we were confronted by a very drunk man and his wife, and basically, um, he ended up throwing some slurs at one of the girls in our group, you know, a trans girl, and just being very rude and very handsy, and we were just, we were very upset, understandably, but... I already started to notice these kind of cues and the aggression, and I was already packing up our stuff by the time the confrontation really started, when our friend, we were basically getting extremely uncomfortable, and we were just like, no. Like, my friend, she didn't respond to his slurs, and she just said no, and was getting, we were all basically just grabbing our stuff and getting up to leave, and he got in front of us, and basically... He was raising his hands up to push, and he was, you know, putting on that tough guy act and really just coming at us and not allowing us to exit to our car from the fucking Checkers parking lot. So, one of my friends tased him, and then directly after, the other pepper sprayed him. So, basically, he was incapacitated, needless to say, after he had been tased and maced at the same time, and we just ran to the car and left immediately. And the sad part is, his wife did nothing the entire time. She just kind of tried to, I don't know, calm him down a little from the sideline, but she didn't lay any kind of hands on him or try to pull him back or stop him. And... We were just in a really bad situation there, and if it had just been one of my friends alone, or maybe even me alone, in funky costume or whatever, then he could have hurt us. He could have hurt one of us, or done something violent, and possibly the situation could have escalated if my friends hadn't had self-defense items on their person at the time. And I think to myself, if I had just gone out alone, then that could have went up, ended up very badly for me. Or if my friends could have just gone out alone, that could have ended up very bad for them. So that's why I say socialization and making these kinds of friends is so important. Because even if you're out and about in a public place where you think you could be safe, you never know when a confrontation might come up. Especially if you're in a mostly, like, cis person, like, populated space, and it's a dangerous kind of situation, and you want to avoid it, so the best way to do that is to be with a group who will support you and back you up. Have an escape plan with your friends, too, 
trans people, best thing about socialization is having emergency escape plans or safe words to kind of use when you're in public places or any other situation to alert each other to a possible danger or tell your companion that you're nervous. One word we used amongst my friend group was mayonnaise. Mayonnaise was kind of our word that we would plug in because we didn't regularly say it to kind of alert our friends. It was a code word. Mayonnaise meant someone is acting violently and or aggressively or throwing slurs, so maybe we should go because this could possibly be a dangerous situation. And basically, whenever one of our friends would say mayonnaise, they would include it in a sentence or just say the word mayonnaise. And we would immediately get the gist of, all right, let's get going. So that's just one benefit to having a friend group is being, or any kind of backup or support, is saying the word mayonnaise or being able to kind of create a secret code word. And this code word can be anything depending on you or your friend group or your support group or your backup that decides to make it. And a friend group is, and this kind of protection system isn't extremely good because really we shouldn't have to be afraid to go out alone or afraid to not have connections and stuff with people because we could be harmed or because we might miss out on some kind of life-saving opportunity. Really, we shouldn't have to be actively looking and seeking these all the time, especially if it can get in the way of our lives or our health. But that's just how it is at the moment. And that's kind of why I want to establish a really big community between us all and get us all together over these kinds of subjects. Alright, this episode is kind of getting to a close, sort of, but... I'm basically gonna give a small plug here now, after I've uttered a bunch of garbage onto this podcast and a really mixed up, clunky subject form that I really should have made more of a script for. But, I don't know, I'm trying to keep with the -the off-the-cuff style that Andre had established beforehand. Anyway, so I just want to say that the email is always open. And I'm always willing and happy to answer emails, whether it be questions or just you need to vent, because I'm actually considering starting, I don't know if I mentioned this in the beginning, but again, I am considering starting a Discord or some kind of group hangout that everyone who listens to the podcast can go to so that we can all discuss and comfort one another and just kind of build that same community. But really, one thing I wanted to do on this podcast was sharing stories, and I want people to send me emails or even just contact me personally and just tell me your stories. Tell me stories that you want on the podcast. Tell me stories you don't want on the podcast. Like, the email is there for everyone to come to the email and talk with me and kind of interact and gain this this positivity and build this group because I really do want this to be a place where trans people come to talk and to learn and to just get information. So yeah, that's kind of the gist of it. 
and again, super happy to be on the podcast and super happy to be hosting the podcast. Really glad that you guys tune in to listen, and again, the email is always open. It is beyondtrans at gmail.com. B-Y-O-N-D-T-R-A-N-S at at gmail.com. And again, let me know what you guys think of the idea of starting a Discord chat or maybe even a Google Hangouts to kind of let everyone have their own little socialization thing and get together and share artwork ideas or information on podcast topics and ideas. So yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have an awesome evening, day, or whenever you listen to this. Bye-bye. This is Steve signing out.